This is Hope Alive Radio, shaping minds for a better future. 17 minutes past the hour, 8 p.m. As we have promised, uh, our guests are ready. That is Apostle Felix and, and Pastor Bulelo Oko. I hope I pronounced the same name correct. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't even bother to ask because I was like, I cannot get this one wrong. <laughs> but good evening, guys. You're looking so beautiful, eh? Thank I'm you. sure you get this all the time. Well, somehow. <laughs> I do. <laughs> so how are you guys this evening? Well, we're doing good. We're very well. You know, God has been good and gracious to us. Yeah, yeah. And thanks for coming through even in such a short notice. Right. Because I know uh, we were crossing our fingers, you know, with Uma Liban. Would please, please say yes, you know. So we cleared you finally here. Right. So I know you have an upcoming e- event uh, called The Prescribed Love, you know. Right. But we'll touch on that later on. For now, we want our listeners uh, to get intimate with you guys, to know you more, you know. So I don't know. But before I get to the two of you, there's something I read on your profile, you know, and it stood out for me, especially right. in the current uh, dispensation where you have a lot of pastors who don't take education as seriously. Right. But I looked at your profile and I was impressed. You know, I was impressed. Right. Was it a conscious decision to say, because I, I, I know a calling normally comes like earlier on mm-hmm. in life, you know, right. but even when it came, you still decided let me go for, and of all the courses, engineering is not just, right. you know. So was it a conscious decision or you didn't know at the time that you had this calling? No, well, I, I began my life, obviously. Um, a lot of us, you know, when we grow up, um, our parents um, almost virtually decide what kind mm. of career they want for you. So my father used to run a mechanic workshop where he was... Um, in government cars. Okay. All the cars for government and, um, you know, he owned a spare parts shop. So he was looking for his legacy to continue oh. and he now said to me, why don't you study mechanical engineering? So that suggestion came up. Is either the option of doing medicine um, or that's becoming a doctor or becoming an engineer. Mm. And obviously, I think at that time, I hated the blood of human beings. So I just <laughs> opted for engineering. So um, that's how I got into engineering. So it was after I got my degree that I got the call. Mm. So now, obviously, when I got the call, I had to now go and start. start I went to Bible school. Okay. And um, when I finished from Bible school, I went through Morisello School of Ministry. Yes, in diploma as well, and so that was when my calling now began. Um, the journey of, you know, um, serving the Lord and mm. souls for for the kingdom of God. Amen. Nice, yeah. nice. So the shift from engineering now to this journey did it cause any rift between you and your dad? Because I'm sure he also had aspirations for your life. Oh, no, you know? definitely. I mean, that it was a fight. It was a major fight. Mm. Yeah. Because my father had hopes in me. Um, yes. I'm his firstborn. Yes. And um, I, he really believed in me. I was very intelligent. I mean, I passed matric from grade 11. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So they, they knew that this guy had something. Yeah. Mm. So, and I had to, 
when I now told them that I got a call from God to start serving him as a minister of the gospel, yeah, they had a serious problem with it. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, you know, the call is the call. You have to serve God. So it was a serious problem, but we, we couldn't get over it. It was only actually they started accepting it when I became successful. Okay. Mm. When now God had raised us up and then mm. now we are all over the TV, they watch us back home. Yes. And they're like, wow, okay, so our son is successful. And, wow. you know, so that's when they began to accept it. Yeah. And they also saw that it didn't change me as a person. Yes. So I was still their firstborn. I yeah. can still relate with them. Nice. I don't go to my dad as apostle. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know, I don't go to him as an apostle. I just go as Felix, yeah. as his yeah. boy, you know. So yes. when he saw that, then that we could still relate on that level. And um, so they, they accepted it. And now, I mean, for them, it's a proud moment for them that their son is all over the world. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. So, so for me, you, you did mention that your father was, was a mechanic. Yes. At, at any point, was he also in the things of God? Well, he, he's a Catholic. Okay. And, um, so he's very staunch in his Catholic beliefs, and okay. he serves the Lord in the Catholic wow. Church. He's, in fact, as a matter of fact, at one time in the, uh, in the Catholic where he is, he literally handles the accounts of the church. Oh, wow. So he's been faithful for years. I mean, wow. as long as I was a baby, I was dedicated in the Catholic. Wow. I grew up in the Catholic. All wow. we knew was Catholic church. Mm. Okay. So it was when I got born again, I knew, okay, there is, there is a belief in God that speaks in tongues. Yes. And, you know, there is what's called Pentecostals, you know. So that's how we came out from there so and um, we began to serve the lord and got into deeper knowledge and revelation of god and yes. that helped us now to serve god better wow. than what we used to know in the catholic you know nice. so that, that's how it worked for us so the, the dad must have been an outstanding man you know to handle yes. accounts <laughs> <laughs> no he's my and dad take, <laughs> you, you know amazingly we were talking about something um just when we were coming here yeah. yes I, and I was saying to my wife, I've never, I don't know what it means to be broke. Mm-hmm. Even when I was making little money. I yes. mean, like, I, my dad taught me to save money. Good. Wow. I saw my dad keep money. Like, yeah. I, you can't find me broke anywhere. Wow. It's imp- it, that's like an impossible pa- Pastor Gulena will confirm that. <laughs> I know. He's, he's really prudent with money. So, you know, with marriage, you marry your opposite. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you are the opposite. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. This one. Ah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it, it sounds like uh, this upcoming event, is, it started at home. Yeah. So, so it just yeah. Needs, you know, you just need to go and learn. That's right. Uh, uh, as well. So, so getting onto the profile, uh, you know, we, we, we read that uh, there was a marriage for 22 years. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, that was, um, I was married to my late wife for 22 years and she passed on two years ago. Well, last year, two years ago. Yes. Um, having suffered from stage four lung cancer. Oh, and, um, yeah. So you know, we went through that phase for four years of our life, fighting mm. this thing, believing God, trusting God, 
spent, you know, went to the doctors, did everything we could. And so eventually, um, you know, when the due season came, she just called me and said to me, look, man, I was in Zambia preaching. And um, she called me and says, look, man, I should just let her go. I should release her that it was time for her to go. So by the time I returned from Zambia, she was gone. And um, so uh, that was another phase of my life. I now had to begin life as a single man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and now trying to find, how do you start looking for a woman Mm. after 22 years of being with one Mm. person? Um, mm. You don't know which way to look. How do you? What are the criteria to find a woman? Mm. Wow. You know, you've mm. lost touch with all that. So yeah. I became a single man, and and life was different. Mm. Um, it was a very, it was a very critical season of my life because I also knew that what we had built for years, just my wrong decision could yeah. destroy that immediately. Yeah. Yes, yes. So it was a time now when I had to really consecrate my life to prayer and <clears throat> believing God and trusting God that God would give me someone that would really help push what she had done yes. to the next level, yeah. you wow. know. Um, so, and we began to trust God, um, you know, tried one and it didn't work out. Yeah. So yes. we... And then I said to God, after that one, particularly yeah. that one, I yes. said to God, Lord, you know what? I'm not going to look for a wife anymore. Yeah. Yes. I'm just going to let it go. I remember I went on a fast and I prayed that prayer. I said, God, I will never look for a wife anymore. Wow. I made that vow to God. And he knew I was serious. Yes. And I said, I will never look for a wife anymore. Um, whoever you have prepared for me, give me that person. Yes. Mm. And mm. so as soon as I made that, I found rest and I just rested. And mm. it's amazing how I found her. It's yeah. if I tell you the story, you, you, you I, will. She's going to tell us. Oh man. Oh man. She's going to tell us. It, it, it doesn't make sense that an apostle of my caliber will find mm. a wife that way. Yeah. Mm. But you mm. see, God's ways are not our ways. Amen. Indeed. Know. Indeed. Amen. But I think if I can just add on to that, what's, what's so good about this particular journey that he's been through is that it's enriched his his experience as well. Mm. So, yeah. you know, after having had 22 years or lived out 22 years of a successful marriage, he's also had a whole year of being a single. Yeah. Mm. You know, mm. fending off women and everything sure. else that single men... <laughs> you know to a point where i know in church uh, some of the single yeah. brothers he was like how oh, guys i was single i'm now married nisala <laughs> come to daddy for two <laughs> but that's beautiful uh, maybe later on we'll touch on maybe assisting other men or women who are listening who've been through that you know how to uh, get through grief and yeah. still have hope for love in marriage yes, yes. Right. but for now i want us to turn to uh, pastor bulela Right. Uh, I, I see the way she looks at you. Uh, maybe even later on, you'll tell us the tips. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you use? <laughs> uh, be- before before Ap- uh, uh, Apostle responds, we need to, you know, we need to put it out there that you are married. So I hope you're not asking for yourself. No. <laughs> you, you know, you must always keep things pending. The, the first must always be pending. So, yeah. yeah. So. No, I, I, I have to do that. Our wives are also listening. So, yeah. now we, we're starting so to... You're putting yourselves <laughs> out there. So, Pastor Buluela, your journey spiritually, to where does it start? Mm. Um, it starts from high school. Okay. So I got born again in a church called Centurion Christian Church. Mm. Yes. Um, and I joined the youth ministry there. Okay. Um, and 
yeah, we were on fire from high school. And, uh, you know, come varsity time, I prayerfully asked the Lord where he wanted me to go. Mm. He led me to the University of Johannesburg and I joined a group of phenomenal believers. Mm. Um, And that's how I joined Believers Love World campus. Mm. Uh, And from campus, I grew, you know, through the various departments and and ranks in the church. Um, Right up until I was sent to coordinate a church myself, um, which was... You know, a bit scary <laughs> <laughs> to begin with, um, and I think in 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 that work, that's where my husband kind of found me, mm. and I think I journeyed for a long time as a single. So I mean, I got married um, quite later on in my life, being what four months married now, five months married now. Nice. Um, so wow. I walked that journey <laughs> of being a single, of praying to God for a husband, yeah. <laughs> of meeting sons of Pharaoh, you know, <laughs> 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 you know they're the daughters of Delilah. So I went through that whole journey, and um, at some point, I just decided to give my all to God. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I decided to serve God, and yes. I remember there was a season where God said to me that you're not going to be with any other man besides your husband. And it's so funny that at that season, that's when men started coming to me, but they Mm. had so many intentions that were just so unscriptural. Yeah. Um, And the first thing that my husband said to me when he met me, he said, listen, we're not going to touch each other until we get married. And that's how I knew that that's my husband. Wow. Because that's what the Lord said to me. Wow. Um, So that was my journey leading up. So please maybe touch on some of those things as well. We have a lot of uh, sisters who get played out there, you know, to say, what are some of the the things of all the men, you know, who were coming to you at the time? Yes. The things that stood out that made you see what actually apostle is different from other men. So, like I say, for me, it was really just a relationship with God and God directing me. So, the more I grew, the more God started directing me to say, this is where your life is going. Yeah. Um, But also, maybe some of the flags, the red flags Mm, um, within the church, you know, as brothers and sisters, we say we're hanging out. Um, Mm. If we're not hanging out in public, we're not really (laughs) hanging out. (laughs) If you come into my house for dinner, you know, something's going to go down. So. Those are some of the things that, you know, you learn in the single mm. seminars. And those are the things that started playing out as well. Somebody would say, oh, hey, let's listen to the word of God at 8 o'clock at night. Like, let's <laughs> <laughs> it's not going down like that, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm. So, yeah. Nice, nice. I think now we, get, we are getting to that yeah. part yeah. that uh, Apostle uh, Felix touched on <laughs> to say they met under certain uh, conditions right. that he didn't foresee. Like, please, please, when did that bug? Because you also stated that you had given your life now to God to say, I'm done now with women, I'm just going to focus on you. So right. what changes that? Um, I think, you know, when you, it's, it's only natural. You've been married for 22 years and then you lose your spouse. And the next thing is, who's going to replace this person? Mm. Yeah. And you need that companion. You need that yeah. companion. Yeah. So yeah. you start looking out for. I mean, even it just went beyond even just um, the church I pastor to even when you go preaching conferences. You yes. like if you look at someone, is it the person? Is it that? <laughs> you know, I mean, your mind will always go there. Yeah. And, you know, so yes. I think at a certain time in my life, I just thought, you know what, I'm gonna stop wondering. Yeah. Um, let me let me be focused and let me just face God. 
And um, so I prayed that prayer sincerely. And um, amazingly, God did what he did. And how he did it was just not the way I would have ever expected. Mm. Ever. I mean, uh, if you allow me to tell that story. Please quickly, do. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I, the I prayed that can prayer, wait. <laughs> finished my seven days fast after there was during that time I prayed that prayer. And I just decided, you know what, I'm going to just serve God and let the Lord show me who he has prepared for me because I knew that at the time that our ministry was, um, it's important that the decision I made in mm. who I marry would either take the ministry higher or it's going to destroy the ministry. So, so that was an important decision. Yeah, it was okay. a very critical decision sure. for me. So, and um, so one of the days I came back from the office and um, I, my late wife's phone was inside my cupboard, my drawer. I always leave it at home. Mm. So when I come back the every day, I open it up to check if she received messages. Mm. She checked, you know, whatever was going on, social media, yeah. if anybody sent messages. Because a lot of people didn't know that she had passed. Mm. You know, so I would respond to some messages and say, look, man, this person is gone. Sure. And, you know, so... Um, I checked her message, replied the ones I need to, checked WhatsApp, and then I went to social media, checked her Facebook, checked mm. Instagram. So I was on Insta on her Instagram and um, just checked, uh, looked at the messages, and then now started scrolling. And yeah. then I saw a picture of her and one of my wife's friends. Mm. Mm. And I went past the picture as normal, <laughs> you know, I mean, nothing to think. Yeah. You know, she was wearing a red dress. And so the next day I woke up in the morning, went before God in prayer, did I think <laughs> about three hours prayer. Mm. I finished that prayer. As I said in Jesus' name, the picture of this red dress came on my sure. head. And I'm like, no, man, what well, something is wrong, man. Why am I, who is this person? I don't have a clue who this person is. Mm. I left it. The second day, the same incident happened. I finished prayer. The same picture came back on my head. I'm like, no, man. I then took the phone, went back to that picture. The third day, the same thing happened. By the fourth day, I knew, you know, like Samuel, when Samuel kept hearing a voice and keep, kept running to mm. Eli, Eli will now say, I didn't call you. Yeah. And then Eli realized, oh, it could be God talking mm. to this boy. And he said, listen, whenever you hear that voice again, <laughs> say... Uh, speak, Lord, your servant, hear it. So I think I was at that stage by the fourth day, and I said, Lord, are you saying something to me about this woman? Mm. And so I, when I now had a release to call that my wife's friend, mm. I said, listen, man, there's somebody you took a picture with. Um, uh, who is she? And <laughs> gave me a very good report about her. Mm. And so I said, okay. Do you mind giving me her number? She says, okay, look, I can't do that unless I get her permission. So she called her and um, they spoke and you just give her the number. I mean, so, and I called her. When I called her, she said to me, you know, um, Pastor Chris, obviously she pastors one of the yeah. embassy uh, branches at that time. And she says, you know, they have this healing conference that's going mm. on and everybody is streaming online. So I should connect. And I'm like, in my heart, I'm saying, dude, I didn't call to, <laughs> I didn't call to connect to any healing. Yes, this call healing is not for that. Man. man, I've done my own conferences. Yeah. You know, I, right now, I, you know. But anyway, she sent me all the link. I, I think I connected the Saturday, just watched a few of the, um, you know, listened to the message. And then 
Um, I called, I think it was that Saturday that when I finished listening, I mm. said, Look, can I take you out on, on Monday? Yeah. And um, hesitantly, she said, okay. And so we, we went out on a date mm. on that Monday evening. As soon as we sat down in the restaurant, I just heard the voice of the Holy Ghost. This is your wife. Mm. Wow. So, I mean, immediately I didn't confer with flesh and blood. I just turned, you know, we're both sitting on, on a table. So I, I just turned my chair and faced her direct, came so close. I said, yeah. I didn't come here for boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. I want you to be my wife. Wow. No I'm way. Here to marry you. First wow. date. First date. <laughs> like, there was no room for. I will know. Let her. No, no, no. no. <laughs> No, this one need the horns. This one I'm telling you, man. I mean, I, I took her by <laughs> yeah. I took her by storm, man. I mean, yeah. I went for it. And me, I'm, the one thing about me is I'm a go-getter. Yeah. If yeah. I tell you I'm going to achieve something, that thing is as good as done. Yeah. There's no demon in hell. Sure. The only person that can stop me if God himself kills me. Mm. Yeah. That's mm. the only way I will not achieve that thing. That's how I am. And, you know, and I think I've put that in everything I do, including yes. the pursuit of my wife. Yes. yes. So, I mean, even when, when I was pursuing her so rigorously, I mean, I would, I would do everything. I would call her, I would speak. <laughs> and, you know, she's telling me, look, you know, in their church, you know, they pass, you can't marry from outside of the church environment, you know. Mm, yeah. And I, she doesn't even know if they will release her. I say, relax. They will release her. <laughs> And, and I mean, she was wondering from which, where does this guy get all this confidence? I mean, I was strong. I mean, for me, the moment I heard God, I knew from the top of the rank in the ministry to the bottom mm. were aligned. Mm. They will all align to make sure that the purpose of God comes to pass. Wow. Sure, sure. We've got some, some, some love, some, some comments on, on, on Facebook. Wow. Uh, we've got. Takane Kobane, she say my spiritual parents. Wow. And for Doc Oliver Mwamba saying be always blessed and much love to you, Pastor Felix. Wow. Amen. And uh, you know, uh, Kobane is back again, my spiritual parents once again. And uh, we've got Mpila saying yes, 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 my parents. Wow. You know, I I, I love this. Um, I love your story. Yes, sir. Because. You, we, we find different individuals meeting differently. Right. right. Uh, for me, it will be first, let me pursue, let me buy the roses, mm. before I, I share the intentions. Mm. Right. Mm. And for yourselves, it was a confirmation from God right. for, for, from both ends. Mm. And from then on, you just genuinely. Now, I'm going to ask this question because I think historically, it, it's, you know, uh, Traditionally, as well, it's things that been, that have been happening over the years. Right. History tells us the parents would take a woman from her village and forcefully. I'll, I'm using that word. I don't right. have any other word. Right. Forcefully marry that person. Right. But those marriages they turned out to be the best. Right. So what I'm trying to say is, when at which point in in in, in your journey <coughs> that you started to connect to now fall in love remember you you answered you, you heard the, the lord speak right. but now you meet for the first time now that love must start to bend so at what point did you now 
you know, reach that tangent to say, I'm in love with this yeah. person. But maybe Pastor <laughs> must answer this. Because with Apostle, we knew from the picture. <laughs> it was there. He even met you. It was confirmed. Already, so it was there. But for you, you're getting a strange call. You, you're thinking this person wants to know about your church events and all that. But the intentions are different, you know. And then yeah. you want to get to know a person on your first date. Right. No. The apostle is like, no, no, no. We're not going that direction. Let <laughs> me make, you know. Was that a shock to you, you know, adding to what Mr. Malibani has said, you know? No, definitely. It, it was a shock to the system. <laughs> <laughs> so my husband, I just did not see him coming. I, I had really, you know, decided to abandon myself to the work of God mm. in that season. Um, I was really all about the pursuit of, of the ministry and the assignment that God had given me. So in my husband came, I was like, what is this? You know, mm. and like he said, he came in hot pursuit. What does that <laughs> mean? Like, our lunch dates would be like four or five hours, <sighs> then we'd talk for another three hours, you know, when I get home, mm. every day. Um, I remember one day he had traveled um, to the States, and I think we were on the phone for like five, six hours. Like, we would sure. talk. So he he was very intentional about his pursuit. Um Spoke to my pastor, I think, the very next day after our first date. He said, hello, sir. My name is Apostle Felix. These are my intentions. Can I get to know Mm. this lady? Mm. The same evening, met my mom. was like, hello, mama. This is who I am. Mm. This is my story. Mm. I was married. I'm interested in your your daughter. You know, these are my intentions. This man was very determined. Hey, what (laughs) determined? Answered prayers. Answered prayers. So um, I think we, we really, obviously, we, we just went out as friends, had a lot of conversations. And I think within the conversations, um, I understood that, oh, wow, you know, the kind of person that he was, mm. the kind of heart that he has for God, and, you know, the kind of qualities that I was looking for in a man as well. So I also felt, you know, more peace, booty, Lord, you don't sell me out. Um, and truly, God's decisions are the best decisions. Um, and we, I think we also just had a conversation about our purposes, where we're going mm. in life. You want a man who who knows where he's going, who's going to lead you, who, who, who you're going to grow with yeah. under the yeah. leadership because yeah. you're submitting to this person, as the word of God says. You know, So in those conversations, that's when uh, we fell in love. Beautiful, beautiful. You know, before we jump into the event... Uh, Maybe from your side, because I, I know the anxiety that comes with being married to someone who's prominent, yes. uh, someone everyone considers their spiritual father, yes. even, even other women as well, you know. What, was it something that scared you or that doesn't faze you at all? Oh my goodness, it was the amount of women that were in line. <laughs> And the number of visions and prophecies. <laughs> what was God it? The net thank you or the keep it a queue? It was the home affairs queue. <laughs> <laughs> it was the home affairs queue. Sure. <laughs> the sure. one that sneaks behind yeah, the building. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was bad. I think that season was a lot. Mm. Um, and people had a lot to say. Um, you know, everything like I was standing in the line mm. when Mama was there. Sure. I, I I don't know, so many stories, um, but those didn't really faze me. Mm. Um, I think having been in ministry, you're used to, you know, murmurs, persecution. Yeah. So that didn't faze yeah. me. And I think the kind of man that my husband is, 
that's what set me at ease. Mm. You know, the discipline that he had, and I always say to young couples, is that the discipline that you exercise before you get married is a discipline that you expect in your marriage. Mm. So if you are mm. unfaithful in your courtship phase, you know, you'll always have that doubt. But because we exercise self-restraint and honor to the word of God, I right. know that even in my marriage, my husband honors the word of God. Right. So I don't have that. We don't have a trust deficit. Yeah, yeah. that's deep. That's deep. Eh? Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe we need to say, Let's go until, you know, 10, 10 p.m. <laughs> 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 you know, I know uh, uh, we, we, we do have a plan, but, you know, God's plans, are, are, you know, I mean, we're, sitting, we're sitting with the apostle. Yeah. But um, uh, if you have just joined us, it is 46 minutes past the hour of 8 p.m. You know, I've got uh, uh, conversations on my left and my right. I just want to share them. And uh, we are still live on uh, Facebook, Hope Life Radio Station. If you by any means <laughs> that live feed disappears, please go to www.hopealiferadiostation.co.za. You will still find us there and the conversation will still proceed from there. We've got some thoughts, some love here. Yeah, let me start with the love. Uh, we've got Lesejo Mufugen saying, Our spiritual parents remain best examples of anointed marriages for us, young married couples. Absolutely love them, Mama Le Papa, or core. Beautiful. Wow. And then we've got uh, I'm, a, I'm a queen. See, just too beautiful. May the good Lord bless this union. Amen. Wow. Amen. We've got a lady as well, Nalady Dike, saying, My parents, proud daughter, mega love. Yeah. yeah. So, so we've got another text here mm. as, uh, as well from. Um, Mam Pili, uh, she is, you know, she's tuned in. She's, she's one of us. She's saying, oh, good evening, family. It shows and confirms that when, when we start focusing on God for our future partners and hey. serve him wholeheartedly, he always show or direct you. I went through the same, knows what uh, Pastor Felix and uh, Bulelo are talking about. May the Lord God Almighty continue to bind you together forever. Amen. As we fulfill God's purpose, Amen. we are enjoying the conversation, family. Wow. And oh, you know, there's, there's, there's just so so hey, much. The Lord, uh, hey. so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, we will just uh, try and touch them. We've got uh, Rivaina. Yeah, that's my father. He gets what he what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> best of the best. <laughs> and Leandra saying, perfect friendship, perfect love, perfect Amen. purpose, and uh, for godly uh, marriage. Amen. Amen. And yeah, so we, we, we've, we've got a whole lot. We see those comments and, you know, it's just to appreciate, uh, you know, the parents. And it is indeed uh, a beautiful love story. Yeah. How, how nice that hashtag the link starts this month of love with such a beautiful love story. Right. It's a privilege. Eh? No, no, no. We, we, we are blessed. And the love is so overwhelming, guys. Amen. We don't normally get this. Yeah. Just know. <laughs> How does it feel, especially after what you touch on, Buluela, uh, regarding at times getting those negative comments at the time, you know? Yes. How does it feel when you guys receive so much love, you know, from people you lead, you know? Um, I think the, the most important thing is um, you're always in the midst of persecution. You stay mm. doing what is right. Yeah. I, 
And, and in doing that, God becomes your defender. Yeah. You know, yeah. the Bible says, um, they that observe lying vanity shall forsake their own mercy. In Job chapter, uh, mm. Jonah 2.8. So it's important that you ignore the voice of naysayers and gossipers and, you know, and as long as you do what is right mm. before God, you know, the Bible says, let God be true and let every man be a liar. So God will always defend you, but stay doing the right thing. Even in the midst of all those things that were said, we never hated anyone. You mm. know, people said she's already pregnant. That's why we we rushed the mm. marriage that I could have waited sure. for one year. You know, but the Lord showed me something in scriptures. And yeah. it, you know, I, I, I read it because I wanted to know. And, and for me, this is deliverance for somebody who may have lost a spouse. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the culture says, wait one year, wait a two years, yeah. wait six months. What does the Bible say? The Bible, you know, I was, I was studying and, and the Bible says that the children of Israel mourned for Moses 30 days. And after that morning, mm -hmm. God came to Joshua immediately and said, hey, Joshua, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, take the children of Israel across Jordan. 30 days. So meaning that for me, before mm. God, after 30 days of mourning, move on. Because whether you stay two years, three years, five years, is never going to bring the person back. And sure, for me, true. I didn't want to also stay in a... I have people to lead. Mm. I can't be staying in mourning for mm. a year or two years. Mm. I don't have that time. Yeah. I... The more depressed I stay, the more the work of God is suffering. The more the people who follow you yes, suffer also spiritually. suffer spiritually because I'm not in the right state to mm. feed them because I need to be in a prop because I'm this is how it is. God, in fact, I described it this way. We also had an interview earlier today. And, and the Bible says in Psalm 133, um, you know, I think it's from verse 3, it says mm. that. You know, the anointing goes from the head of Aaron down to the bird and mm. even to the skirt. So the head is Christ. The Bible says now the head of the church is Christ. Uh, so, and then the beard represents the man mm. or yeah. the father. Yes. So when, when, sure. so that the, then the skirt represents the congregation. So now if there is a disconnect between the beard and the head, the mm. congregation mm. skirt was wow. wow. You know, so I, I had to make a conscious decision to say, you know what, I need to remarry so that mm. I can move on. And mm. I mean, as soon as I did that, a whole lot of things settled. Sure. Mm. A whole lot settled for me. I mean, it was like, man, I mean, I'm we're in a phase in our life now where our ministry is doing so well, things have mm. just changed here. You know, um, there's a lot of changes. She's mm. coming with so much. I mean, she is she's an sure. administrator as a gift. Mm. Amen. Mm. You know, there's so much order that has been put in my life by her. Sure. You know, so you realize that this is an advantage. God knew what he was doing. Indeed. indeed. Yes. Mm. Mr. Maliban, uh, I'm tempted to change churches now. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, you can't because... <laughs> Your spiritual father is my friend. So. <laughs> uh, you know, we've got some more love here. I've got this one uh, from Mimi uh, Mahauta Queen. She said, Pastor Bulelo is so humble. It makes mm. her more attractive to us single ladies. Amen. I lost my spouse 2016 December. 
condolences, mommy. And mm. you know, I think it's a beautiful message. And as as she, before she even wrote that that humility, I, I could just sense it. Yeah, you know, right. as as we have in the conversation. And uh, Mam Pidi also further comes back and say it also confirms that that there's lots of men in the body of Christ who yeah. are good. Hey, Lord, they hey. are intentional about their relationships. And right. as and you as a lady, because you have that relationship with Heavenly Father, He always show. Right. Hey. Uh, we've got to Babdlamini. Uh, uh, you know, Babdlamini is. When when he sends a message, uh, I just need to make sure that my English is also okay. Babla <laughs> 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 Mini is, is 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 he left this baby for us. He wow. started uh, this show, so he is tuning in. He says, "Good evening, family. It is great to hear you once again. Awesome, beautiful guests you have. I am astonished by their journey. Wishing them all the best." Thank you, thank you, sir. Nice, nice. Wow. Thank you. So I want us now to get into the event. Right. Because I understand there's an upcoming event right. uh, where it's all about love. So what Beth, you know, what gave you the idea to have something like this, to right. share your experiences with other couples, you know? Right. Um, I think uh, for us, um, we realized that from um, the calling and a positional point of view, we've become role models for people. Mm. Um, I was telling my wife, everywhere we go to, everywhere. I mean, we just went to a restaurant now before we came here. And the security guy was telling me that I am his church. <laughs> <laughs> While he's standing at that door every Sunday, she sure. tunes in to watch me right at the gate of the restaurant. Mm. That's where he does his Sunday service. So wow. everywhere we go, we realize that, wow, look, God has raised us as role models. So mm. now we have to, on purpose, now begin to model mm. um, a certain kind of life for people that God designed. Um, what, because if you look at our society today, the model that God designed about marriage has been eroded yeah. by culture, by the, the modern day society, yes. by all the feminism yeah. and, and media. The, the media, the mm. homosexuality mm. that has come into play. So many things have diluted the value of marriage. So now we want to, on purpose, intentionally keep that value mm. and also let people know that the fact that you're going through challenges in your marriage, there is a prescribed way that God has designed this mm. thing to work and that if, that, if the God-ordained prescribed way is followed, there is definitely possibility of mm. your marriage going that long. Sure. And so, because, I mean, I have a track record of 22 years of a very loving, yeah, dedicated, yeah. amazing marriage. You know, I mean, I always say before I met her that if my late wife had to come back, I would have remarried her. Sure. And I mean, I can say it in front of her. Yeah. I mean, I had, I had the best of my life with that woman, yeah. you know, and I will always speak good. Uh, mm. uh, you know, until God called her back home. And yeah. and then I then realized that that season of my life is over. Mm. It's time to move on. So yeah. thank God he restored me. And now, so we're trying to let people know. And as well, the fact that I have done this for 22 years and I had like a gap here and then now remarried. There is a process that I've been through now mm. that someone like you probably who've never lost a wife yeah. don't know, don't yeah. have that experience. 
So I want to bring that all to the table on that day and then, um, you know, let people know that there is a way that this thing can work. Mm. It's not all about marriage. You know, I've heard many people say marriage is overrated. That's a, that's a language yeah. from the devil. It's not, marriage was created by God. It can't be overrated. Mm, mm, it, mm. If you do it God's way, it will work. I mean, right now, our marriage is like the Garden of Eden before sure. Adam sinned. Adam and his wife sinned. Wow. We enjoying ourselves. I mean, she's, um, she's far much younger than me. Yeah. You mm. know, I'm in my 50s and, and she's far much younger than me. So mm. you can't even tell. Eh? Um, yeah, man. Looking like you're in your late 20s. <laughs> eh? <laughs> hey. Me and your, your spiritual father are the same age. <laughs> you know, so, and, you know, so we, we, we connect and she's brought out the youth in mm. me. Yes. And then I'm, I'm pulling the maturity in her out, sure. you know. Um, so, you know, there is such a balance in our relationship and in our marriage that it is just very encouraging. And I'm, I love the space where I am. I'm yeah. so happy with what God gave me. I'm so, I'm so proud of her. Mm. I want to be with her everywhere. Wow. I, <laughs> everywhere. I, a man, I told her. If I were talking in the restaurant and she says, you know, why is it that we're asking our questions? Like, we have a lot of friends mm. yeah. who are pastors. Yes. And we go to events and I only come with her, the rest come alone. With mm, mm, wives. Mm, mm. I said, you know, I don't know, but I mean, that's how I've structured marriage yeah. even prior to me meeting her. When with my late wife, we went everywhere together. Mm. In fact, as a matter of fact, if you invite me to preach, one of my conditions is that my wife was come with me. Mm. Yeah, I don't mm. care whether it's in Moon or Australia or New Zealand. I yeah. always travel with my spouse. Mm. So um, that's how we've designed our relationship. So that has helped culture us. So what we want to do now with this event that is coming yes. is to is to rebuild the values of marriage okay. that mm. is being eroded in our society to let people know that this thing is possible. Yeah. You can desire this thing and it will work. So yes. many people have, have experienced failed marriages. Yeah. And for them, this thing is overrated. Mm. But you see, mm. if you do it right, if you do it the right way and, and know what to do, because the other thing is also is ignorance. Yeah. Many people do things in ignorance. Mm. So if you do it the right way, the right way of submission, the right way of loving uh, your wife, the right yes. way of, of you know, um, relationship and keeping the fire burning. Mm. We intentionally go out for dinner. Like before we came here, we went for, out for a dinner date. Mm. Yeah. We're sitting in a restaurant for like two hours talking, laughing, you know. Too People are pleasure. watching us. We look like <laughs> we, we're boyfriend and girlfriend. But we're married, and that's how it's know? supposed to be. You know, so when people hear us laughing, they look at our fingers to see, are they married or they just met, you know. But, you know, we, we are intentional about yes. relationships. So yes, yes. we make sure that we do what we need to do to keep the fire burning. Wow. You know, and um, so... And everyone playing their part so well, mm. you know. Um, she she had a very good job. I mm. mean, very. Yeah. It would take you to have smoke darker to, re <laughs> to resign from a job like that. <laughs> but I mean, I didn't discuss that with her. I didn't yeah. tell her to leave her job. Mm. Yes. She just looked at how busy my life was. Yeah. yeah. And thought, if I keep this job. Mm. And I have to be married to a man that is this busy traveling yes. around the whole world. Mm, I yeah. mean, last year I did, I can't count how many miles I did 
internationally yes. preaching the gospel. Mm. Yes, I yes. was all over the world. Yes, and and so she looked at all that and said, "No, man, I have to go the same direction yeah. with this man." And by the before we the month of our wedding, she now put in her resignation. Yeah, and that's it. And so we've come together now as a team, and we're doing this thing full force. Yeah. You know, that's great, <laughs> and this cannot be overstated. Yes, uh, and maybe before we touch on your virgin as a, a woman who's educated, independent, and maybe try to assist other ladies, how do we submit? Right? Yeah. I, I want you to comment on what Apostle has shared. I know how we black men are bashed, you know, in yes. terms of being trash, you right. know, and. When I listen to him, it's the total opposite yeah. of what you, the narrative you get in the media, you get yes. in the social media. And we cannot trivialize that. Right. Yes. So how does it feel when <laughs> your husband speaks about you like that? <laughs> I think it, it goes back to God's, God's choice mm. for right. you, or following God's plan for you. Because I could have not chosen a better spouse for myself. Mm. You know, and every day I say, thank you, Lord for making this decision for me, um, first of number one. Mm. So it's very humbling to hear that from my husband. But secondly, he's, he's, he's easy to follow. You know, he's ah, a leader yes. that is just easy to submit to um, because he takes up his role as mm. a man, yes. you know, as a leader in the home. It's easy. It's easy. He, yeah. he, he, does, he lives what he preaches. Mm. Yeah. So he doesn't say do as... I say it, mm -hmm. it's literally a do as I do. Wow. So I learn a lot from him. Wow. He's my Bible. Um, I learn every day from him also. And I think what I wanted to add is, especially with these programs that we, we've, we've, we've curated for the month of February. So yes. we've got the single seminar and we've got the couple's dinner. And oh. I think we also want to make it a platform because sometimes in church, you don't always cover everything. Or yes. sometimes there are yes. some burning yes. questions yes. that yes. you yes. have yes. that you want to be addressed. That mm. what does the word of God say about this yeah. divorce, dating, sex before marriage, yes. um, you know, uncleanliness, forgiving yeah. yourself, submitting to yourself spouse marital contracts i mean mm. there are some issues that yes. or topics that are not always covered on a sunday or a wednesday service Correct. and we want to give uh, our members and just you know the audience at large that opportunity yeah. so we've got question and answer sessions we've got some games we've got some activities also just aimed at enriching um, relationships as well so there's a lot happening it's dynamic it's the word of god and and also quite dynamic because I understand currently it's tough for women to find their place, you know, yes. where we preach they're feminists, they are independent. Yes. And it becomes tough for them to be in a space with the men and submit, you know. Yes. And you just said you went to UJ, so you were really educated and I know yes. there was some influence. I was in business school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you see, so yeah. how do you now when you are married? Yes. Then forget about all these other titles yeah. that you have been be a wife. Like yeah. how, how how do you manage that? So I think um, the the couple's dinner we've we've titled it the prescribed way of love. Mm, wow. You know what what does the scripture say about love? Yeah, you know especially mm, to men, he says, mm. "Men love your wives as mm. as Christ did unto the church." So there's yeah. a way that you love your wife, and he says, yeah. "A woman submits to your husband mm. as unto the mm. Lord." Mm. Right. I so as un as unto <laughs> the Lord. <laughs> 
So whether my husband is the best husband that day, whether his decision makes sense to me or not, my submission is as unto the Lord. It's my obedience, my sacrifice, and worship to the Lord. Wow. Right? That's what God honors me for. Mm, yes. Um, not for him being perfect. God deals with him, you know, Amen. and he's given me a prescribed way to deal with my husband as well. The scripture says that the heart of a king is in the hand of the mm, Lord and he determines mm, mm. where it goes. So it means that when I'm having issues with my husband, I go to the Lord sure. whose heart, you know, who's yeah, keeping his heart. Yeah. So it's the Lord that can soften that heart. So there's a prescribed way of doing things. There's a prescribed way, even just from the scriptures, of how to handle marriage and relationships. And when you do it that way, it's easy. Purpose as a single. Mm. You know, the disciples, you look at the disciples, they just followed. You know, people always ask, how do you find your purpose as a single? They followed. Mm. Peter was doing his business. He he was a fisherman. Jesus said, follow me. Yes. Follow me. That's all that they had to do. Yeah. Today we talk about the apostles, yes. you know, of mm. Jesus Christ. But how did they find their purpose? They mm. followed. Wow. They followed. And they were following this man preaching. They were, they were gathering crowd. They were mm. defending the crowd from him, getting boats for the master to preach. At some point they were fetching baskets. Okay, now we are, we are, we are multiplying <laughs> bread. We are multiplying <laughs> wine. You know, oh, in all this pity pity of ministry, yes. you find that he's making mm. you because he said, yes. follow me and I will make you. Oh, wow. So that making comes in what the following. Teaching. Right? Teaching. It's a prescribed way. It's yeah. the scriptures. Mm. Right. It's the scriptures, so that's what we're looking to wow. achieve this month. So, so the event is is is, is uh, on the eighteenth. So yes. the prescribed couples dinner is on the eighteenth of and February. The singles in the 20th. Actually, we and wanted to do on that on the fourteenth, which yeah. is the Valentine's mm. Day. But yeah. obviously, it's a weekday. Correct. Oh. We decided to just move it to the the Saturday wow. after that, so that we can really have time to. Yes. People are not in a hurry to go to work the next day, you know. So we want to sit down and people ask questions, genuine wow. questions that are troubling them. Um, you know, those who need seeking for knowledge and advice and knowing what to do. How do we get to this stage? How do we achieve this? Is this really possible? Yes. Because this thing, we're not faking it. It's real. This is is not something that we are manufacturing (laughs) from somewhere. This is real. So, and, and also like, Peter said to the the guy that was lame at the gate, beautiful. He says, "Such as I have, yeah, give I. You can't give what you don't have. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's such as we have that God has yeah. given to us. We want to deal the same measure to people so that yeah. they can have a successful married life and and just wow. enjoy their marriage and know that it's it's a good thing. God that made it is when God mm-hmm. made marriage, it said it is good." You know, so that's it. It doesn't need interpretation. (laughs) (laughs) And also then at the end of the month, I think it's on the 28th, or is it the, what what day is that for the singles? 25th. 25th, yeah. So 25th of February, we're having something for the singles. Yes. And if you're single anywhere you are, if you want to fly in from Cape Town, it's free. Wow. Um, the church decided that we'll cater, we'll take care of whatever yes, yes. we have that day, so nobody's paying anything. Wow. Um, the married couple, we felt that, look, man, we, wanna, we want them to yeah. Yeah. banquet. So, so it's a three-course dinner. Right. Wow. So um, it's 700 rand per couple, but right. that literally just covers, it's, covers your, it's a dinner date on bike. Right, <laughs> basically. So, so, so for those that want to 
come for the couples dinner? How do yes. they register? How do they contact yourselves? I so we have, um, sorry, love, no, if I can, just, we have, um, so you can purchase tickets on Quicket. Okay. So if you go into Quicket, then you look for the prescribed love couples dinner. You can purchase them online. Wow. Alternatively, you can call us on our church office or, or just collect them physically, but online purchases are available. Perfect. Any socials? Well, yeah, well, connect <laughs> with us on Apostle Felix Oko, um, House of Treasures Ministries, and uh, Bulelwa Oko. Mm. Oh, Bulelwa dot Oko. Mm. We are all on all all the social medias: uh, um, Instagram, um, Twitter, um, Facebook. Wow. So anywhere on YouTube. So anywhere that people would like to connect with us, we are available. I'm very reachable. I'm not mm. one of those high apostles <laughs> that people can reach. I read messages. Where there's an assistant of an yes, assistant. I, I, look, even though the media team handles yeah. my my um, my Facebook page. Oh, the PR. And they all. do, yeah. but I also go through the messages. Mm. And the ones that are really, really urgent, I would answer and respond Beautiful. personally. So I'm, I'm, we're very reachable. We're not people that are so high that... You know, for us, we believe that God sent us as shepherd. In, yeah. You know, and every shepherd should be present with the sheep. Yeah. Mm. Can't leave the sheep running around by themselves. There is no yeah. sheep that has capacity. If you leave a sheep now, to say from here to Tembisa, that sheep will never get there. Mm. A, a, somebody will hijack that sheep and slaughter yeah. it. Yeah. So that's how it is. That's why we never leave our sheep. We hey, must plus there's a hot hostel. Just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and spiritually, they are spiritual hostels. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's, it's so nice and we, we, we're just having a beautiful conversation. It is 11 minutes past the hour, 9 p.m. As wow. we are wrapping our conversation, you chose a beautiful song by mm. bb winans wow. why 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 the song just pastor will love this one is for you well it's a gospel mm. song it's it translates across all types of relationships you know right. it talks about a love thing so if you're single it's mm. a love relationship with god with the <laughs> holy ghost if you're married, it's a love thing with your spouse. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just a lovely, cool Sunday jam to listen to. Wow. Really enjoy it. Thank you, thank you, uh, family. That was uh, you know Pastor Felix and uh, Apostle Felix and Pastor You are listening to Hope Alive, streaming live from Hope Restoration Ministries, Kempton Park, South Africa.